Hey everyone. So one of the things that um, I've been thinking about is, and, and I started off, by the way, in uh, the meditation technology of sitting, which was really powerful and got me to uh, ayahuasca, really to the dynamite. Um, but one of the things that the Buddhists have is they have this insane technology of sort of penetrating reality and it's through sitting and meditation and all sorts of practice that they have and they also have a, um, a de deity or a huge pantheon of different gods uh, representing different energetic forces um, I don't know much about them I, I was interested in them for a while so I, it was a while back but I was thinking about recently this, this um, feeling of Mara and in any kind of trauma or um, event that cripples your life force, right? It cripples the life force. They have the term of Mara. And Mara is the energy of the dark, the energy of death, the energy of, of no life. And Buddha, who sat under the Bodhi tree, penetrated uh, Mara and was able to reach enlightenment, had to get beyond the, 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 the energy of life refusal. <clears throat> One of the things that trauma does, not only does it disfigure the energetic field because you, you now you're forced to, you know, cut yourself up into 20 million pieces because you've been fucking, you know, stampeded by a bunch of evil. But another thing about that is terror keeps you dead I mean it keeps you paralyzed it keeps you numb and it keeps you um not living you know the most potential the most potential that you have and the struggle in trauma is to retrieve right first of all to penetrate the darkness to awaken truths that you were unaware of and then to battle out the forces that keep you beyond the terror, and I would call it Mara, that keep you refused in life. And, and the Buddhists say, well, once you do that, then you attain enlightenment. I don't know what that means. I suppose you just get to be free. Um, it means you get to have your full, you're fully back in the driver's seat of your existence, and you, you can live to your utmost potential, which life is just fucking huge and there's so much to do and so much potential but if you're traumatized or captured by these energies then you know you're sort of living like Cinderella you're living in the basement you're living a half-life if that actually um and having gone through the ayahuasca experience having um I seen the horror that was done and that I blacked out and that accommodated, which was horrific sexual abuse, etc. Um, what happened when I opened up is these energetic forces came out and they were living. It was like, if you look at a exorcism, there are these energies that are just grueling and growling and they're, they're the actual entities. And they would come out and come out and come out. And, and as the information, the darkness came out, so they would come out. So I still have something that's remaining that's um, 
weakened by all of this awakening. And when I say awakening is seeing of my own truths that I had shut down because of terror, which was, uh, I was sold to pedophiles early on. And and had to survive, so therefore numbed out all, all the horror that happened. But there's still, and it's interesting, so I grew up in a household where, you know, to be happy was wrong, right? There was no, you know, joy was a wrong thing. You had to be serious, you had to be dour, you had to, you know, life was a, was a huge struggle, right? That was a concept, you know, there was no time for, unless they allowed you to have joy. In other words, life is a struggle, you know, and if I'm pissed off, you need to be shut down. You know, you're living in the, in, in the moment by moment, you know, what mood is this person in situation, right? So if they're pissed off, you need to be shut down. If, you know, it's all about, it's, it's living in this sort of cloud or of someone else's life. And I would call that Mara, right? Where it was just the energetic realm that came, you know, the energetic air that came off this person, this spirit was just um, dour, secretive, dark. You know, joy cannot be had until I decide we all have joy. It's pathetic. So what happens is that in your system, again, if you're cooked in these specific places, is you have mechanisms built within you that just automatically shut down joy. I mean, because that's what you grow up with. If, it's, if you're doing it enough, it just becomes like a switch, right? Um, or whatever it is, I'm not allowed to, or you know, you're not allowed to have a life that's yours, or whatever that is. And these are energies, and then we build mechanisms, and we inhale these energies. The, this thing was literally in me. Um, so, what it is, is the refuser of life. And this is really, the more you go in, the more you sort of battle through this jungle of darkness, if you have a psyche that's been shut down because of trauma early on, the more you approach all of the walls within you, all the resistances within you. And I would say that the biggest life taker is resistance. Resistance is, you're not allowed to have this feeling. You're not allowed to see this thing. You are not going to let yourself... Huh? Because in resistance, we hope that we can fight death. If I, t if I shut this down, I will survive. Well, actually, no. If I shut this down, I basically cannibalize myself. I refuse myself. I refuse my spirit. And to retake your spirit you have to face the resistance but what does the resistance do it 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 throws death at you if you get past this resistance you will die right that's why we keep so much hidden in our psyche it is terrifying for us because when it happens we're very small and the person that's that's experiencing it is not you now it's the child so the child, so the child within you is like saying, no, we were, this is how we were built. If we see this, we die. If we experience the truth of the horror, I'm going to die. I, I can't, it's overwhelming. So we literally have, again, this is all in ether, energetic systems within our field in the conditioned area where we were born 
that refuses stuff for us, which is actually a great thing as a child, um, because it would be too overwhelming to know the truth and to know that the parents are actually the predators, etc., etc. But it doesn't work for you when you're older, when you've seen everything. So you have to undo all these mechanisms. And ultimately, it's facing death, right? The resistance is, I'm going to stop your life force. And I'm going to agree to that because if not, I die, right? So this, it's really bizarre because the resistance works as a child to survive an, you know, a horrific place. So I've got to shut down this information because if I don't, it's overwhelming, I die. But as you get older, the resistance is actually the thing that is refusing life, right? But the fear is if I get if I face the resistance or the horror of it, I die. So it's all connected to death, which is actually an illusion. I mean, because eventually, I mean, you're just spirit, you're going to come back as spirit, etc. But this is the belief in these identities and these kind of, these forms that we have. You know, the thing is, I cannot see death. So what's interesting as you, if you do the medicine and, and, and you move into these and what you're doing in the medicine is you're facing your resistances with the help and the ally of divinity really I would say the plants are connected directly to divinity so when you go in you're going in accompanied by divinity you're accompanied by love you're accompanied by this spirit in another realm that guides you and says okay you know we're going to go do this together. Don't worry, I'm still here, right? I'm here for you as, you as we go through this. I'm going to take you there. It's a spirit. The medicine is a spirit. And we're going to go there and you're going to, you know, eventually we're going to tear this wall down so you can rewire and, and live, right? But actually, you know, what's interesting is that all these re- resistances they helped you survive, but they they become the vault. They actually become your, your burial ground in life because you're completely and utterly um, uh, boarded in by them. So we literally have to undo who we are in order to live life to its potential, to its fullest potential. And so what's interesting is that it's an energy. So within me... You know, I get this very tired. And when it's really on, I get very tired. I need to snuggle up. I need to disappear. I need to, you know. So they're energies. They're really powerful energies that we have to keep. And, and I'm, I faced many of them. I think I must have had 100 of them. Um, this is why it's really good to not live in distraction. Because in distraction, we can't see any of this. In distract, that's one of the things about the medicine is why they ask you to fast and to eat certain things, etc. Because in that cleansing of your body, <clears throat> so 
the clarity of the plant, right? The clarity of the condition. If you're cluttered with stuff and you're blocked out and you're, you know, eating all the stuff, the plant come, can't get through you. In the same way in life, if we're distracted a lot, we cannot see any of this. Which is why the Buddhists went up into the mountain, etc. To have complete and utter isolation is to get to see who you are, because if not, we're cooking in this cauldron of stuff all around us, <clears throat> constantly, you know, pulling us left, right, and center. So these energies, they, the life is energy, and these energies, they feed off us. I, I can tell that this thing is feeding off me, right? It feeds off your fear. You know, I was just thinking, I love Bad Bunny. I think he's just the most amazing artist, singer. And what I love most about him is songs, obviously. But I love it, that he's just a channel for life. It's authentic. It's loving. It's honest. Which is why he's one of the biggest stars in the world right now. He's just a, a truly authentic mouthpiece for life. I remember also a while back there was an incredible flamenco dance. The same thing. When he danced, he was just literally a channel for life. Picasso, all these people, channels for life. They are pure vessels for expression of life. And in any kind of trauma or disfigurement, that channel is blocked. It's refused. There's a refusal you're being held down, you're being held underground. By Mara, Terra, they call Mara as death, but I would say Mara as a, just a refuser of life. The fear to go, whatever, the fear to, etc. The fear to live yourself as the fullest expression of your being, which again, I truly believe we come coded up to be already, right? So we have to get out of these, these sort of pockets of these layers of sort of energetic prisons in which these refusers of life exist. Or, you know, the one that's always complaining or, you know, everything's always wrong or this is all the same things like, oh, you can't or, right? The ones who say no all the time. Oh, you can't do that. Oh, you can't go there. Oh, that's dangerous. Oh, all their fear just sort of vomited out over everyone all the time. So they also exist as actual energetic entities within us, right? So you have to... Um, as you dissolve, you begin to see these energies or as you begin to turn inward or, you know, in the simple act of meditation, you, 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 you begin that journey inward in which you begin to dissolve as sort of the exterior, you know, the clay and you begin to see how you're made up energetically and And as you pierce these walls of resistance, 
you know, you know, more and more, you get more and more energy back, you know, more and more energy is, 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 is exposed as, you know, it literally is like being held back by, you know, being walled in, right? So you're moving the bricks that keeps your spirit walled in. And in fact, if you go to one of the shamans, you know, they usually can do a ceremony and tell you even beforehand, I was told beforehand, listen, you're surrounded by all this dark, right? So you're walled in. It's a very simple expression. It's you're being walled in by resistances, which usually have to do with terror and fear. And so one of the things is that you have to accept that it exists. I mean, I think that's one of the things that I did never want to accept, that there was terror or fear or that I was in any way threatened by any of that. I was completely threatened by it and that I could face it and continue to face it. And even when I'm distracting, I know why I'm distracting or why I'm, you know, I get like tired. I know what's going on. Um, so it's, it's the knowing and the being present for it and the understanding that energetically you know, there's stuff going on that we cannot necessarily see in this particular dimension. But once you're connected to the medicine, it helps you to, it's almost like an x-ray, you see more and more of your energetic makeup. Um, Why it wants to stop my life force, I don't know. Like, why does it want to do that? That's not the question, I mean, I don't understand. Why why would anything want to stop the flow of something else. I don't know. Um, perhaps the world is, you know, playing with itself. I don't know. Um, but if you, if you, if you have been in trauma or any kind of energetic injury early on, um, um, you know, this fragmentation or this paralysis of terror, or this overwhelm, is 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 a breaker switch. I've always seen it metaphorically as a breaker switch that takes life off. Now, like you're on a war zone, you know, you're supposed to be on a highway zooming down the road in a Ferrari, and now, fuck, I got dropped in a war zone. And so there's, you know, it's just like panic all the time. Like, are we going to survive? Are we going to die? No, no, all that kind of stuff, right? If you get to the, you know, I would say the best thing to do or what happens in this medicine or a meditation is the arrival to the origin and then beyond the origin. There's this constant sort of return. So for me, the, you know, the journey has been, you know, from being expelled or evicted from my soul to taking the journey through the jungle to see all the events that happened, etc. So have everything awakened. So, you know, everything that I put into the dark is like opened up, you know, bottom line, I was sexually abused by my parent and then sent out as a child to be sexually abused for money. It's a pretty, that's a pretty kind of, that's a kind of stampede across anyone's soul, right? It's the end of life, really. And so the journey back is to relive all of that, to face all that terror and fear, right? And in that facing, you, you return, because I was in a coma through all of that, basically, right? So in seeing all of that, well, you can wake up again. So you, you, you get to blossom 
out of that shit, it's like the lotus and the shit, right? You get to start to live again because once you see it, that part of you that was built because of it can no longer exist. So that collapses. So you yourself begin to re-engage, but it takes, uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff, if it's been a serious stampede, um, to keep seeing. The energetic uh, dungeon door is very big, right? So you have, to ret- you have to remove all of it. And every time you face it, there's a ten, there's a there's a version of death coming. If I face this resistance, if I see, if I see this, I die. If I see if I if I have joy, I die. Right? There's this threat that came from early on from when you were a child, right? That lives in in a different uh, levels of power. The more you face it, the less it weakens and you parallel you weaken and keep weakening and weakening it. Right, so you grow, as you come up out of, oh, I can see this, I'm not scared of death, it loses its power. It's, it's betting on your terror. And your terror is the dilution of you. It means the abandonment of you, the agreement to this, to living in this small, uh, paralyzed state. The more you see it, it can't survive. It only has a grip on you because it's threatening you and you won't face it. In fact, the first thing I saw after meditation and I had that energetic break was this monster in the attic I had to face that was writhing and reading and I was little and I didn't want to face it. Right, that's basically been my whole journey is to face and to take the energy out of that. That is the Mara, the I own you, the you don't have a right to have your own life, the blockage. So that thing is full on very powerful if you don't face it. The more you, f- and you don't want to face it because you think you're gonna die, but the more you face it, and facing it meant losing parents, losing family, etc., etc. the more you show up. You get your power back when you face the resistance. You return when you face the dark. And it loses its wattage. It loses its zest because you are now facing it. You've got the lights on. And by the way, this is no easy task. I would not want, I would not wish an ayahuasca ceremony on anyone if you're really truly doing it. It is the most terrifying, difficult, you don't know what's going to happen. Stuff's going to come out you didn't even know you had inside of you, blah, blah, blah. So this is not a rave or, you know, this is not like a... This is serious. When you go in, I mean, you know, you're going in to meet God, essentially. Or Life Force or Paddington. I don't know what you call Whatever's building everything. You're literally having, you know, that's what you're coming in, in to see, in, in to be clarified by. And it's not pretty in any shape or form. And they're going to blow open and dynamite open all the, you know, all the secrets and things that you've kept hidden. So, you know, it's a gift and a privilege and an honor, but you are asking to die. You are asking to say, you know, I don't want to be this person anymore. I don't want to live under this tyranny. I don't know what this thing is, but I want it. I want to see it. I want to know it. I, I'm stuck. I'm banging my head against the walls. And they're energies that keep you hostage, those enemies that keep you captive. 
and the enemies of the death, a dark terror, the refuser of your life. And, you know, in my instance, I had to refuse my life so I could protect them. I had to abandon my soul so I could protect them. I had to abandon my life to fulfill their mission. And I was kept abandoned and useless and in a coma from with terror. Once you face a terror, you wake up. And again, it doesn't matter what age you are, 2, 25, 125, doesn't matter. If you don't face your trauma, it will own you. You will live in a vault of your own making. Because to face it is to face your death. That's, you know, if I woke up from the truth as a child, I would die. I'd be overwhelmed by the notion that I was actually living inside the predator's lair and that it showed up as my parent. I think I would just die. So I had to shut it down. So all of these events, all of this is this stuff that's happening is energetic. And there is an energy of Mara that says no to your life force. And no through terror, through early trauma, through disfigurement of energetic fields, through disassociation. This is all no to life. And that is really the battle to reclaim your life is to face all of it and to be willing to accept death, which you cannot do as a child. I mean, I grew up on the verge of death. I mean, I was always on the verge of death growing up. But now it's like, I'm willing to go in and see it all. Yeah, I'm going to die. But actually, you don't die. What you get back is your energy because they're holding your energy captive, your life energy captive. It's all about life and death. It's all about the light and the dark. And, you know, basically who, who owns more light and who owns more life? And it's, it's a battle to reclaim it if it's been taken early on. Listen, if you've grown up with loving, caring parents, you shouldn't even be listening to this because this will mean nothing to you because you're already doing your life. You're doing, you know, the blossoming. And, and even if things happen, it's part of your, you know, the trajectory of your existence. It was meant to be. It's, it's issuing from truth. It's issuing from the flow of life. When there's trauma and there's been a disfigurement of the energetic field, it's frank, you, you know, you've been dragged into the lair of the dark. So now you've got to get out of there to get life back to return to the flow. The flow is life. The ambush is, is the refusal of life. Or someone hijacking you to use your life for their own ends. Which means still that you have to abandon your trajectory. It seems complicated, but it really isn't. It's either light or dark, it's either life or death. It's really not that complicated. And is it really that important now at the end? It seems important now, but... I mean, millions have come before us and millions will come after us, you know. And you come back after 49 days, so, you know, whatever. But 
But, you know, why live jumping on hot coals? You know, why... Why live dead, basically, or abandoned? You know, don't you want to live the most expressive version of you? It doesn't matter what age you are. Yeah. I want to get up and know that I want to do this, I'm going to do it. Because it issues from me somewhere, right? So the medicine... Again, all of these are layers of seeing. In the meditation, you get into you more. In the ayahuasca, it's like dynamite that blows up inside of you. So you get, you get more and more of this whole understanding of this universe and who you are and, you know, certainly more than I would ever have known before. I'm sure there's so much more I don't know and I totally, no problem with that. There's endless information to be had. But for me, the greatest, what I see is, yeah, I can see the refusal of myself. I can see this energy trying to stop me having my life. And I can see that I have to keep facing it and tearing it down and reducing its wattage until it no longer exists. And it's extremely humbling and it's a dedication and a discipline that it's, it's you know, preeminent in, in, in having in having getting your life back and in owning your life and in living in love and happiness and all that stuff that we all want and connectedness. One of the things about being abandoned is that you have no connection. You feel like a stranger in the world. I was sort of like looking through a glass mirror, a window into the world. I was never actually in the world because I'd been stolen from it. Right? So there are all sorts of reasons that why it's worth doing um, the most important being because, you know, you want to be loved and you want to be happy. You want to be connected, connected to yourself and to the everything, to the whole. You want to become whole. Anyway, just a few thoughts. Bye.